Good morning, and welcome to SJL Daily. This is Christy Robers, and today we are in the third chapter of Paul's letter to Titus in Crete. In chapter one, Paul dealt with church leaders and the conduct of believers in a Christian community in chapter two. Now, Paul addresses the believer's duties to the government and the non-Christian world. Paul wants believers to make a good impression on the pagan world. Let's read verses 8 through 10. The saying is trustworthy, and I want you to insist on these things, so that those who have believed in God may devote devote themselves to good works. These things are excellent and profitable for people, but avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law, for they are unprofitable and worthless. As for a person who stirs up division, after warning him once and then twice, have nothing more to do with him. Knowing that such a person is warped and sinful, he is self-condemned. This is the word of the Lord. Paul instructs Titus to remind the believers of Crete to be kind to all and to do good works to all. Likewise, humility must be shown toward all men, including those who are hostile and morally perverse. Paul also said to avoid foolish controversies, genealogies, dissensions, and quarrels about the law. I have heard people, for their own selfish purposes, quote this verse in order to silence any dissension. Paul specifies foolish controversies and quarrels about the law. Paul is not afraid of conflict or controversies in and of themselves, if the goal is to correct teaching or sinful, unloving behavior. That's the tricky thing. Behaving well, even in controversies, which is showing respect and humility even when you believe the other person is wrong. This is truly difficult and I believe a true test of one's identity in Christ. When my daughter Sophie and I had one day in Jerusalem last month, We were accosted on a street corner by an angry Jewish man who saw our cross necklaces and assumed we were there to evangelize. While we waited for our cab, he proceeded to angrily instruct us on the ridiculousness of our faith. All the while, I listened calmly and politely answered the questions he posed. Sophie was furious, not with him, but with me. She said I should have, quote, put him in his place. After all, what was all of that graduate work for anyway? I really did want to put him in his place. But she was with me, and I didn't want her to see her mother act a fool. Also, I would not have softened his heart to Jesus, but rather, I think, been a poor ambassador for Christ. And this is exactly the situation I believe Paul is speaking about. Paul says to avoid those people who stir up division. Well, who are they? They're not hard to find. Most often they come to you. They are usually the common denominator in multiple arguments with multiple people. As my husband said in his sermon last week, you don't have to attend every argument you're invited to. As Paul instructed Timothy in his second letter, and the Lord's servant must be must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, 
able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. In these days of dissension, sometimes it's just better to listen, let it simmer for a minute so you can come to your own conclusions and act on those with gentleness. Let's pray. Abba Father, thank you for your word today. Thank you for sending your son for our salvation and as the ultimate role model for our own behavior. He was humble and respectful to all, while at the same time calling out sin, whether hypocrisy, greed, arrogance, or sloth. We ask the Holy Spirit to remind us of this today and give us the strength to listen, the wisdom to discern, and the courage to act when necessary. In your Son's holy name, amen.